he said, Who am I? What is my father's house that you have brought me this far? Who am I? A rejected stoke. They didn't want me. My brother sold me. They didn't believe in my dreams. But God said, David is my friend. David, I am loved. Who am I? And David could not help but give thanks. But who am I? Who is my father's house that you have brought me this far? Who are we? Some of us, they don't even know our name. They don't know our father's name. They don't know our grandfather's name. But they know us because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. Yes, indeed, the Lord has favored us, and wherever you are, can you, can you be, can you, can you, can you, can you, can you, can you begin to thank the Lord? Can you begin to thank the Lord? The Lord has been good to us. He has been good to us. Can you count your blessings and name them one by one from the beginning of the year to this time? Count your blessings. Even as you are listening, I just want you to become conscious of the things that happened in the course of the year and how the Lord came through for you. Yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. See what the Lord has done for us and see how far he has brought us. Oh, yes. Yes, see how much he has favored us. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We are here to worship Him. Yes, Lord. Lord, you've rescued us. You have rescued us. In the morning, we got to know that there's a time to be born and a time to die. But the Lord rescued us from the dead. Oh, thank you, Jesus. There was a time for us to be sorrowful and he rescued us from that. There was a time for us to lose and he rescued us from that. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You know, the Lord came through for us. I remember in the course of the year, someone wanted to introduce me to forest trading a person was saying a whole lot of things but after that lecture and all that I, I sat down and I was like you've made so many financial mistakes in your life why do you want to 
I wasn't saying that it was bad or it was evil, but I thought like, no, Charlie, be careful. You've made a whole lot of financial mistakes. So make sure you don't lose your money. You don't risk certain things again. So uh, at least I, I, I held on to that conviction that I had in myself that, oh, whatever profit that I'll get, let it go. I'm not going to do it. And down the line, we saw the decline. We saw people losing their monies and all that. The Lord rescued us. He rescued me from that mistake. And I saw it to be a sign of a financial maturity, at least when it comes to finances. I was maturing. You know, at a point in time, you should know where to invest and where not to invest. And all that is very important. Indeed, God has really favored us and all that. And I know that the things that we have shared right from day one to this time, you're going to take so much from it. If you take time and you glean, you are going to take so much from it. And it is going to make your life better in 2023. God, God really bless you. God richly bless you because of the things that you know. And in 2023, if we get to December and you are still the same version, that you are in. But that will not be your story. That will not be your story. That will not be your experience. That will not be your story. And that will not be your experience. Yes. Many people have lost thousands and millions because of bad investments and all that and if they were to know some of these things I, I believe that they wouldn't have become victims to some of these things and we thank God so much we thank God so much for wisdom day in day out I know that next year 2023 we are going to receive more wisdom for our relationships we will receive wisdom for our psychological life emotionally we're going to receive wisdom how to handle situations in our relationships in our marriages in in our interactions with people at workplaces at the, at, at the church and all that I, I believe that we're going to receive wisdom for to manage our resources very well like the way jesus was able to manage resources and all that even when it comes to human resource, Jesus was number one. Imagine working with someone who was a thief. The Bible says that Judas was a thief, yet Jesus walked with him and worked with him. How can you manage such a person? Yeah, because of Jesus' wisdom, he was able to keep Judas even to the point of he fulfilling his part in his assignment. Jesus could have sacked him from the followership, from the discipleship, but he maintained him because he knew it was Judas who was going to betray him. You know, sometimes we work with people, sometimes we are with people and due to one or two reasons, they begin to misbehave and we just take them out of our circle and we lose them, losing everything that they are in to give or to deliver. But because sometimes we are not socially mature to manage their inefficiencies manage their weaknesses and all that we tend to lose them the bible says and jesus increased in wisdom 
Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature. The number one thing that you need in your life is wisdom. And he increased in wisdom. When he increased in wisdom, he was able to do whatever thing that he ought to do. What kind of wisdom was that? That we have six barrels or six pots. Just fill it with water and start sharing by giving it to the chairman of the occasion. And it turned into a wine. It turned into wine. And it was like, wow, this is strange. What kind of wisdom is that? Let's read something in Mark chapter 6. Let me show you something there. Mark chapter 6. I, I, I said yesterday that we, we, we are going to talk about time. We're talking about wisdom and we talk about light. And this time around, I want to talk about wisdom. Let's read something in Matthew chapter, Mark chapter 6. Sorry, Mark chapter 6. Let's go to Mark chapter 6. Verse 1. Mark 6, 1. Mark 6, 1. Mark chapter 6, verse 1. We are going to read the verse 1 and the verse 2. Oh, yes. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Mark chapter 1. Mark 6, 1 and the verse 2. He says that, And he went out from there and came into his own country, and his disciples followed him. Verse 2. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence had this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? They asked, Is it breaking? They asked, What wisdom what kind of wisdom what wisdom is this which is given unto him that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands thank you lord jesus Those who are experiencing the breakages, kindly leave the room and reconnect, rejoin, and it will be okay. If you are if you are experiencing the, the breakages in the transmission, kindly leave and come back. And you don't worry, after the session, I will upload the recording so that you can have access to it. God bless you. God bless you. So... The people were asking, what kind of wisdom is this? That such mighty works are wrought by his hands. They attributed even the miracles that Jesus was working, was performing to a kind of wisdom. To a kind of wisdom. Hope is okay now. Hope it is okay now. Okay. We, we, we thank God. We thank God so much. The people were wondering, what kind of wisdom is this? Then they started asking, is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph and of Judah 
and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. Just imagine. Just imagine. They knew him to be a carpenter. They knew his mother. They knew his father. They knew his brothers. They knew his sisters. Yet the works that he was doing, they couldn't understand. That you are trained as a carpenter. You are trained as a lawyer. You are trained as a medical doctor. We all went through medical school. We went through law school. We all went through that engineering program. Why is it that when it comes to the way of doing things, you are different, you are exceptional? The way you even answer questions in the classroom is different. The way you go about so many things. Wisdom. 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 The Bible says that wisdom is the principle. So get wisdom. You know, when it comes to investment, we have something we call the principle. Then the interest. The principle and the interest. It is what you invest. <clears throat> what you invest is the principle. So if you have 10,000 Ghana CDs and you're going to get an interest of maybe 30% per annum, whatever tender is go- you are going to get... <clears throat> Sorry about that. You know that your 10,000 Ghana cities is your principal. And at the end of the year, you're going to get 30%, which is 3,000 cities at the end of the year. But before you will get the 3,000 Ghana cities, you need to invest the 10,000. And he says that the 10,000 is the principal. The same way when you come to the word of God, the Bible says that wisdom is the principal. Wisdom is the principal. Wisdom is the principle. So get wisdom. Do you get it? The Bible says that we should get wisdom because it is a principle. Let's read something in Proverbs. Why you need wisdom and why you need to grow in wisdom and why you will know that wisdom is not just in being able to speak good English or the ability to do certain things. No. But wisdom is is a function of God. Wisdom is a function of God. That when you have that functioning within you, it affects everything that you do. Let's read Proverbs. Let's go to Proverbs. When you read Proverbs chapter 8, the Bible reveals to us the works of wisdom. And when you read from the verse 1, you are going to skip some of the verses for the sake of time. But you can take time and read it and you will love it. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 1. He said that, Does not wisdom cry and understanding put forth her voice? She stands in the top of high places by the way in the places of the paths. <clears throat> she cried at the gates, at the entry of the city, at the coming in at the doors. Unto you, O men, I call, and my voice is to the sons of men. So you see the call of wisdom. Wisdom is calling. 
He said that my voice is unto the sons of men. Oh, ye simple, understand wisdom. And you fools, be ye of an understanding heart. Here I will speak of excellent things, and the opening of my lips shall be right things. For my mouth shall speak truth, and wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my, of my mouth are in righteousness, and there is nothing fraud or perverse in them. They are all plain to him that understands, and write to them that find knowledge. Receive my instruction, and not silver, and knowledge rather than choice good. So you see, it is better to go for wisdom than to go for money. It is better to go for wisdom than to go for riches. It is better to go for wisdom than to go for gold. For wisdom is better than rubies. And all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. I want us to read something in from the Passion Translation. In the same Proverbs chapter 8 that we're reading. I want us to read it from the Passion Translation. Oh, my Bible is even opened. My Passion Translation Bible. We are going to read it again. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's start from the verse 6. Let me read from the Passion for you to get it. And you, you, you would love it from the Passion. You see that the meaning of my words will release within you revelation for you to reign in life. My lyrics will empower you to live by what is right. For everything I say is unquestionably true. And I refuse to endure the lies of lawlessness. My words will never lead you astray. Wow. Is that my words will never lead you astray? Cast your mind to Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. And you continue from there. One thing that he said that, and he leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. He said that my words will never lead you astray. The verse 7. His words will not lead you astray. The verse 8. All the declarations of my mouth can be trusted. They contain no twisted logic or perversion of the truth. All my words are clear and straightforward to everyone who possesses spiritual understanding. If you have an open mind, you will receive revelation knowledge. My wise correction is more valuable than silver or gold. The finest gold is nothing compared to the revelation knowledge. And when we speak of revelation knowledge, I'll come to it. Because 2 Peter chapter 1, the Bible speaks of grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of our Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Peter, 2 Peter chapter 1, the verse 3. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. When you check the knowledge day, knowledge day, it is a revelational knowledge. The exact and precise knowledge of God causes grace to be multiplied unto you. And he says that the finest gold is nothing compared to the revelation knowledge I can impart. Wisdom is so priceless that it exceeds the value of any jewel. Nothing you could wish for can equal her. For I am wisdom and I am shrewd and intelligent. I have at my disposal living understanding 
to devise a plan for your life. Wow. Wow. He said that I have at my disposal living understanding to devise a plan for your life. When you read from the king, he said that I wisdom, I dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. Witty inventions. Wisdom pours into you when you begin to hate every form of evil in your life. Now you, want, you, you are going to understand where we ended in the morning. Where the grace of God has appeared unto all men. The grace of God which brings us salvation has appeared unto all men. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we shall live soberly, righteously. And he says that wisdom pours into you when you begin to hate every form of evil in your life. The reason why you become confused, the reason why it looks like you lack spiritual understanding is because of a form of evil, which we read in the Ephesians chapter 5. When we read Ephesians chapter 5, if you remember, you would you, you understand Ephesians chapter 5. The moment you open up yourself to the works of darkness or any act of sin you you diminish the works of wisdom in your life and you know the works of darkness unforgiveness hatred sometimes you are not stealing you are not fornicating you're not committing adultery but you have unforgiveness within you hate someone you have fear within you there are some form of insecurities around you you don't help you don't give you are always angry and all that do you get it and he says that when every form of evil is taken out of you he begins to pour out this is what it means this is what it means sin or any act of sin punches your vessel it creates holes in your vessel so even when god is pouring his blessings into your life because of the holes they 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 drain they leak out and you may not see what God is doing in your life. Because everything he pours in, it, it goes out through the holes that has been created within you. So it's very important you, 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 you understand some of these things. Verse 14. From the same Passion Translation. Verse 14. It says that you will find true success when you find me. For I have insight into wise plans that are designed just for you. I always say that, you know, when it comes to the devil or the kingdom of darkness, they don't have enough resources. The little that they could accumulate in their rebellion is what they have. So, for instance, if they could get one million dollars, that is all that they have. And this one million dollars is what they share among the people who consult them. So if a new person comes in for the money, they have to make sure someone is taken out. And they take you out by afflicting you with a disease or killing you. That is why when you go for blood money or for these things, you, 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 you end up dying or getting sick and you spend them all the money that you were able to accrue on, on your medications and other things. You begin to lose everything because what they have is not enough. But when it comes to the kingdom of God, God has enough riches and grace to manage each and every one and his or her uniqueness. God has grace to manage each and every one and what? 
our uniqueness that is the kingdom of god so he says that you will find true success when you find me for i have i have insight into wise plans that are designed just for you i love that just for you i hold in my hands living understanding courage and strength verse 15 i empower kings to reign and rulers to make laws that are just i empower kings to reign when you read the king james say that by me kings reign and princes decree justice by me princes rule and nobles even all the judges of the earth when you read genesis chapter 3 the bible says that and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food pleasant to the eyes and one that will make them wise god said they should have dominion they should rule but for you to have dominion and to rule you need wisdom so when they got to know that there is wisdom an inherent wisdom in the tree what happened they went for it they went for it but they didn't know that that food that tree was not meant for them they were not supposed to eat at that time I don't have time. I would have shown you the tree of life, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in the Bible for you to know. <laughs> Someone is saying, show us, show us, show us. Read the account of David. You know what the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is. It is the knowledge of angels. It is the wisdom of angels. It is the, angel, the wisdom that angels possess. So angels, let me say this. The God created man to be in his image, not to be in the image of angels. So, eating the angelic food was going to cause them to become something. It was going to cause a mutation within their system. And God didn't want that. The apex of angelic wisdom is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That is why the serpent said, God knows that the day you eat of it, you become as gods, knowing good and evil. When you check the gods there, it speaks of Elohim, an angelic class, Elohim. And that was not what God has purposed for them. God wanted man to possess eternal life. Don't forget, angels don't have eternal life. It is only man that has been granted access into eternal life. No other creature has eternal life. It is only man who has access to eternal life. So the tree of the knowledge of good and evil was going to give man a kind of life. And this kind of life was not meant for the physical plane. That is it. The reason why it became an issue for man when he ate it was that the life in the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is not meant for the physical plane. To the angels, they can survive with that knowledge. But to us, because we are physical beings, it is not going to help our living on earth so it takes someone who is matured in eternal life to eat of that tree if you are not matured in eternal life you cannot eat the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in that tree there was wisdom but that wisdom was the wisdom of angels it was a wisdom of an angelic class but that was not what god created man to be Angels don't have eternal life. 
when you read Ephesians chapter 3, the verse 10, the Bible says that the principalities and the angelic hosts, they are learning the manifold wisdom of God from the church. We who are in the church, the body of Christ, we have become a university of God's wisdom to the angels. That is why I'm telling you something there. That the, the wisdom that was in the tree of the knowledge of good and evil was not meant for man. It was an angelic wisdom. And to the angels and even to, to the level that Satan was able to rise to, he thought that that was the apex. And when he had it, the Bible said that he was full of wisdom and beauty. But his wisdom got corrupted. And the reason why his wisdom got corrupted was because he was thrown to the earth. The earth cannot incubate the kind of wisdom that was in the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So God knew that when you eat it, you will not be able to live and express what you are going to have on earth. So it is going to release death into your civilization. But there is a higher wisdom. Let's read 2 Kings chapter 14. Sometimes, out of curiosity, we say some of these things. But as I have said, let me let make you understand it. Second Kings chapter 14. After Absalom ran away from the father. Let's read something for you to get it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You know, Joab sent a woman you know joab loved absalom so much so joab sent a woman to come and plead with david so that david will call absalom back home and so that is that is the genesis of the story in second samuel chapter 14 and you 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 get it let's read from the verse Let's start from the verse 13. And the woman said, Wherefore then hast thou thought such a thing against the people of God? For the king doth speak the thing, this thing as one which is faulty, in that the king doth not fetch home again his banished. Who was his banished? Absalom. Verse 14. For we must needs, we must needs die, and are as water spilled on the ground, which cannot be guarded up again. Neither doth God respect any person. Yet doth he devise means that his banished be not expelled from him, from him. Now therefore that I am come to speak of this thing unto my Lord the King, it is because the people have made me afraid. And thy handmaid said, <clears throat> I will now speak unto the king. It may be that the king will perform the request of his handmaid. For the king will hear to deliver his handmaid out of the hand of the man that will destroy me and my son together out of the inheritance of God. Then thy handmaid said, The word of my Lord the king shall now be comfortable, for as an angel of God, listen to it very well. He was speaking to David, the Lord the king. He said that, For as an angel of God, so is my Lord the king to know good and evil, or to know good and bad. Therefore, the Lord thy God will be with you. As an angel of God, so is my Lord the king to discern good and bad niv uses to know good and evil therefore the lord thy god will be with you then the king answered and said unto the woman hide not from me i pray thee the thing that i shall ask thee and the woman said let my lord the king now speak and the king said it's not the hand of joab with thee in all this and the woman answered and said 
as thy soul liveth, my lord the king, none can turn to the right hand or to the left from aught that my lord the king has spoken. For thy servant Joab, he bade me, and he put all these words in the mouth of thy handmaid. So you see, David was able to know that Joab was behind whatever thing that the woman was doing. I will say something, don't worry. To fetch about this form of speech, had thy servant Joab done this thing, and my Lord is wise according to the wisdom of an angel of God to know all things that are in the earth. So the knowledge of good and evil is the knowledge of the earth. When you come into the knowledge of good and evil, it comes out with inventions. Every technology that we are seeing on earth, it's coming from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He says that, and my Lord is wise according to the wisdom of an angel of God to know all things that are in the earth. So the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is the food for angels. It makes you begin to live angelic. But man was not meant to live on earth with that angelic nature. But David, because he pleased God, God also endowed him with that knowledge for him to reign and rule over his people. There was a form of wisdom in that tree, the knowledge of good and evil. And that was the reason why the woman ate it. And even the man also took it and ate it. But we are speaking of a higher wisdom in Proverbs chapter 8. And it says that this wisdom is able to manage you manage your uniqueness bring you to that expected end he said that i know the thoughts i think towards you they are not thought of evil but they are thought of good they are thought that are of peace to bring you to an expected end let's go back to the proverbs chapter 8 that we're reading in from that passion translation let's go back to it that was just by the way i just wanted you to understand some things so some people will be asked, what is the truth of the knowledge of good and good? Some people will say it was apple. Others are saying pineapple. Someone even said it was watermelon and all that. But the truth of the knowledge of good and evil was coming into contact with the knowledge of the earth. And let me say this in person. Every program we are reading in our academic institutions, they all come from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Engineering, medicine law whatever thing that we are doing is coming from the truth of the knowledge of good and evil we are training ourselves in that we are that is the reason why the higher you go in this curriculum or in these programs you begin to deviate from the course of god at a point you begin to leave some things become normal to you things become common sense to you it looks like ah why should you pray if you can do this what why are you wasting your time in school? That is the truth of the knowledge of good and evil. It begins to separate you gradually from the source of life. That is the truth of the knowledge of good and evil. So when you hear people, you know what they have eaten or what they are eating and their source of life. Lord Jesus. I believe someone is getting blessed. 
So wisdom is key. Let's go back. Where were we in the Passion Translation? The 8, I think there were 16. We got to the 15, 16. Yeah, that was where we were reading. So, the verse. He said that you find true success from the verse 14. When you find me, I have insight into wise plans that are designed just for you. I hold in my hands living understanding, courage, and strength. They are all ready and waiting for you. I empower kings to reign and rulers to make laws that are just. I empower princes to rise and take dominion and generous ones to govern the earth. I will show my love to those who passionately love me. Now, do you get it? He said, I will show my love to them who passionately love me. He said that in his right hand, his life and his left riches we will come there and he said i will show my love to those who passionately love me but don't forget when he said that i will show my love to those who passionately love me he spoke of something he said something that in the verse 13 then you will discover that your pompous pride and perverse speech and the very ways of wickedness that i hate verse 12 he said that I have at my disposal living understanding to devise a plan for your life. Let's continue. Where were we? Where did we get? Verse 17. I will show my love to those who passionately love me, for they will search and search continually until they find me. So he has shown us the way to find wisdom. He said that you have to search and search continually. What is the King James saying in the verse 17? What is the King James saying in the verse 17? He said that, I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. Do you get it? And those that seek me early shall find me. Don't wait for the marriage to be destroyed. Don't wait until you are losing the money. Don't wait until you are losing everything. Don't wait. So that search for wisdom, go for wisdom. But we will know what this wisdom is. For they will search, search and search continually until they find me. Unending wealth and glory come to those who discover where I dwell. Oh, when you get to know the dwelling place of wisdom, now we are now that is why now we're talking about the treasures of the secret places. And he said that unending wealth and glory come to those who discover where I dwell. The riches of righteousness and a long, satisfying life will be given to them. Verse 19. What I impart has greater worth than gold and treasure. And the increase I bring benefits more than a windfall of income. Verse 20. I lead you into the ways of righteousness. Uh-huh. So, in Psalm 23, he leads us in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. And now we are, we are seeing from Proverbs that the one who is our shepherd is wisdom. The one who is our shepherd is now wisdom. Our shepherd is wisdom. And he said, I lead you into the ways of righteousness to discover the path of true justice. Those who love me gain great wealth and a glorious inheritance. 
I will fill their lives with treasures. Verse 22. Let's try and read the whole chapter. But let's be fast. He said, In the beginning, I was there. For God possessed me even before he created the universe. Oh, before God created the universe, wisdom was there. And God possessed wisdom. Even God possessed wisdom. Hmm. Oh, Jesus. From eternity past, I was set in place. Before the world began, I was anointed from the beginning. Oh, from the beginning. The Lamb of God who was slain from the beginning. From the beginning. I was anointed from the beginning. Thou art my son. This day have I anointed thee. We are getting to know who wisdom is. Before the ocean's depth were poured out, and before there were any glorious fountains overflowing with water, I was there, dancing, even before one mountain had been sculpted, sculpted, or one hill raised up, I was already there, dancing. When he created the earth, the fields, even the first atom of dust, I was already there. When he hung the tapestry of the heavens and stretched out the horizon of the earth, when the clouds and the skies were set in place and the subterranean fountains began to flow strong, I was already there. When he set in place the pillars of the earth and spoke the decrees of the seas, commanding the waves so that they wouldn't overstep their boundaries. Oh, God commanded the waves that they would not overstep their boundaries. I said something, I think last yesterday or last two days. I said that if you are able to know the secret God placed in the, in the creature, you'll be able to have dominion over it. Wisdom. Jesus knew, according to the laws of physics or whatever, when you step into water, you go down. But because he knew that a commandment has been given to the water not to overstep its boundaries, what happened? He said, peace. And there was calmness. Wisdom. I was there, close to the creator's side, as his master artist. Daily, he was filled with delight in me. Thou art my son, in whom I am well pleased. Kalimo Shadabata. In me, as I playfully rejoiced before him. Don't forget, thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things. Yea, for thy what? Pleasure. They were made and they were created. We are to give pleasure to God. And wisdom was the first entity to please God. Thou art my son. So listen, my sons and daughters, to everything I tell you, for nothing will bring you more joy than following my ways. Listen to my counsel, for my instruction will enlighten you. You will be wise not to ignore it. If you wait at wisdom's doorway, they that wait upon the Lord, longing to hear a word for every day, joy will break forth within you as you listen for what I will say. For the fountain of life pours into you every time that you find me. And this is the secret of growing in the delight and the favor of the Lord. But those who stumble and miss me will be sorry. They did. For ignoring what I have to say will bring harm to your own soul. Those who hate me are simply flirting with death. Those who hate me, they are simply flirting with death. Let me tell you something. I told you in the morning, there is a way of escape 
you can escape the negativities that comes with time. In Ecclesiastes chapter 3, there's a time to be born and there's a time to die. But you can skip those times. Why? Because of a wisdom that you have received. Let's read 1 Corinthians. We are now we want to know who wisdom is. Let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 1, the verse 30 and the 31. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, so that we know the wisdom. 2023, you need the wisdom. 2023, you need wisdom. He said that, but of him are you in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom. Christ Jesus is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. That according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. Let's go to the chapter 2 of the same first Corinthians. Let's go to the chapter 2. So that we know this wisdom. Let's start from the verse 4. Let's start from the verse 4. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, the verse 4. He says that, And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, the knowledge of good and evil, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so when it comes to the demonstration of the spirit, when it comes to the demonstration of power, it is of a class of wisdom. The verse 5, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, the truth of the knowledge of good and evil, but in the power of God. Don't forget, by the wisdom or by the knowledge of good and evil, David could discern and had even, he even had word of knowledge concerning whatever thing that the woman was saying. This is the reason why you, you can meet a fetish priest or you can meet someone who is not a Christian, a believer, and can tell some things about you. Things that you are the only one who is aware of, but they can tell you those things, but they are not Christians. That is the reason why someone will tell you that get some leaves and you add some water to it, blend them and just uh, drop some few, uh, some of the, the water on your eyes and you begin to see into the realms of the spirit all these things are earthly wisdom you can let me tell you, your eyes can be opened without the holy spirit you can see things about people and talk about them without the holy spirit so don't be deceived don't be deceived he said that that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men but in the power of god let's continue the verse says how be it, we speak wisdom among them that are perfect. I told you, everything was perfection. We speak wisdom among them that are perfect. Yet not the wisdom of this world. Don't forget what we read in 2 Corinthians, 2 Samuel chapter 14. Yet not the wisdom of this world. Nor of the princes of this world. Don't forget, he said that by wisdom, princes will decree justice, they rule. But he said that the wisdom that we're talking about is not the wisdom of the world or the wisdom that comes by the princes of this world that come to nothing. Verse 7. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. We speak the wisdom of God in a secret. A secret. The wisdom of God is a secret. Even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. So, you see the thing that we read in Proverbs chapter 8. 
the bible says that he said that and my delight were to what was to the sons of men the delight of wisdom was towards the sons of men and here paul now has revealed to us that the wisdom the hidden wisdom was ordained before the world unto our glory i told you paul received everything by revelation from the scriptures if you don't read the Bible, let me tell, if you don't study scriptures eh, you will never become wise you will never come into revelation You will not come into revelation. If you want to go deep into God, then you need to go deep into the scriptures. But I always say, someone will say that, ah, is it not prayer? No. It is going deep into the scriptures. And I've showed you the work of prayer. That in prayer, you facilitate the formation of your cells. Your cells are the basic unit of your life. So let me say this. Maybe all that you know is territorial spirits and you are praying against them. The more you pray, you are facilitating something in the formation of yourselves. And what happens is that now it even affects your vision. It affects the things that you see. It affects your dreams. And in your dreams, you will see yourself contending territorial spirits and defeating them. And you will think that you are mastering. No. That is just a portion of the dimension of the word of God that you have discovered. But imagine yourself not contending only with territorial spirits. But imagine yourself walking in the wealth and the riches that wisdom also provides and praying. You will see the kind of wisdom that will be unleashed into your brain. That will be unleashed into your body as your cells are forming. This wisdom will now come into your mind as ideas. He spoke of witty inventions. He spoke of plans that are specifically, exclusively a customized form of plans for you for you wisdom and he said that but we speak the wisdom of god in a mystery even the hidden wisdom which god ordained before the world unto our glory so the wisdom that god used to create the universe he said that it was ordained unto our glory no wonder one day i was just praying i was in the word and i had a vision and i saw the overcomers and i saw someone which i will not talk about and i saw the person standing somewhere and the same thing that happened in genesis chapter one let there be i saw this person declaring let there be and there was let there be and there was do you know what i want to communicate to you the new jerusalem the new earth and the new heaven is going to be by the works of the overcomers the people who have worked in wisdom who had grown in wisdom to know how to create because it was wisdom that god used to create and to form things on earth those who will grow into the apex of wisdom the days are coming in the dispensations to come god will also give them the ability to say let there be and there will be the same way jesus grew in wisdom and he was able to say let there be because the bible says all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made jesus was the one who was declaring let there be and there was jesus was the one who was forming christ was doing that those who will grow in wisdom they will come to that stature where in some time to come they will also own universe they will be ruling the universes of god because they have grown and matured to that point just eight he says that this wisdom ordained before the world unto our glory which none of the princes of this world knew for had they known it they would not have crucified the lord of glory let me say this in person have you realized that the people who 
grow more in academics, they begin to hate the things of the church. And even when you mention Jesus' name, they don't want to hear. <laughs> Have you thought of it? Imagine going to school six years from Kretsch, kindergarten, primary school, JHS, SHS, university. You be, even become a specialist, a cardiologist, a, 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 a neurosurgeon, and all that. And you know that you are going to work and have money with all this investment that you've made. And there is a mental issue or there is a brain issue that would require surgery. And as a neurosurgeon, you are to perform that surgeon surgery to take like 80,000 Ghana CDs. Let me tell you, yeah, neurosurgeon, some of the surgeries that they perform, 80,000, 100,000. There are some surgeries it costs. I know you have been seeing some of the flyers around that someone needs about $100,000 for a surgery and all that. There are some surgeries, they cost a lot. And imagine you have matured or you have grown yourself academically and you are the one going to perform that kind of surgery. The money that you have. But someone get up one day and say that, hey, this surgery is not going to come to pass. Come and let me lay my hands on you. The person, lay, the person lays his hand upon you. And whatever defect that was in the brain is corrected. Just imagine. Do you think that the, that neurosurgeon will like you? Think about it. That neurosurgeon will not like you. He will hate you forever. Why? Because he was to get $100,000 from that surgery. But you, maybe you didn't even go to school. You, 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 come, you, you stopped at SHS. But there is a wisdom at work in you. And by that wisdom... You heal someone. One orthopedic surgery can cost like 30000 to 50000 when they are trying to correct bones. But someone bone, the bone is broken. There's a fracture. You just hold it together. And you just speak some words. And you see everything coming to pass. Like the bones at the, at the, at the valley. They were all coming, the dry bones at the valley. They will all be coming together just like that. Do you think that that orthopedic surgeon will like the church? No. Because when he does that, he's not going to get his money to buy his car, to finance all his lifestyle that he wants to finance. So that is why they hate the church. But they don't know that is what God has ordained for us. So he said that if they had known that wisdom that God has purpose for us, they wouldn't have crucified Jesus. One of the reasons why the, the Pharisees and the Jews and the priests, they orchestrated the death of Jesus was because he was taking their shine. He was taking their shine. Jesus was taking their shine. This is the reason why in the times to come, they will hate men of God. They will rise up against the churches because people will have issues and they will not go to the counselors. People will have issues and they will not take you to hospital. People will have issues with the law and they will not go to lawyers and judges because the Lord will step in and defend with wisdom and they will begin to hate us. This is the hour of darkness that we have been talking about. This is the, the reason why we keep on telling you that arise and shine. This is why we tell you to grow. You need to have a spiritual progression in your life because a time is coming, coming that even upon all the advancement in surgery and in other things, some issues will not be able to add, will not be corrected. There is a higher wisdom. 
and that wisdom he said that christ jesus has been made unto us wisdom let me tell you the jesus that you have in your spirit the christ that you have in you is not a jesus that you sing some some songs and jump and you sweat and you come back home with that your sickness and you come back home with that that poverty and you come back home with that struggles no that is not the kind of Jesus that we have received. That is not the kind of life God has given to us. He has given us a greater form of wisdom. That wisdom is a glory that he ordained for us even before the world began. That was the wisdom that he used to create the earth. My brother, my sister, take your Christian life serious. It's not just going to church. It's not just having the finest voice. It's not just having the, you attending a church that has the finest auditorium. It's not just, no, 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 no. It goes beyond that. It goes beyond that. It goes beyond that. What God wants to do with the church is, is, is a whole university to angels. Let's read Ephesians chapter 3 verse 10. What God wants to do with us is a whole university to angels who possess the, the, the wisdom of the knowledge of good and evil. What God wants to do with us, I'm telling you, it is greater, it is greater, it far exceeds whatever thing that you have seen, it far exceeds whatever miracle that you have seen, you have watched on YouTube. What God wants to do with us, far exceeds it. Give me the verse 9, then we read, we read the verse 10. Listen to this. And to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world had been hid in God who created all things by Jesus Christ. Let, give me the Passion Translation of the verse 9 and the verse 10. Let's see something there. Is that to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery. What is the mystery? We speak the wisdom of God in the mystery. What is the wisdom of God? Christ Jesus has been made unto us wisdom. The Jesus in you is wisdom. You need to awaken him up. The way to awaken up Jesus from your, from, from your spirit is when you cry, is when you wait, when you pray, when you groan, when you supplicate, when you pray. This is how we, we, we awaken Jesus because Jesus was in the boat with the disciples. To the point that even water entered into the boat, yet he was sleeping. And I always ask, what kind of sleep was that? That water entered into the boat and this man didn't know. Jesus can be in you, Christ can be in you, and you will suffer and you will die. Peter said, carest thou not that we perish? The verse 9, the verse 10, he said that, My passion is to enlighten every person to this divine mystery. It was hidden for ages past until now and kept a secret in the heart of God, the creator of all. The purpose of this was to unveil before every throne and rank of angelic orders in the heavenly realm, God's full and diverse wisdom revealed through the church. Are you part of the church? Jesus said, I will build my church, not the church that your reverend father has built. Not the church that your bishop built. Not the church that your pastor is building. Not the church that reverend built. No. He said that I will build my church. Are you part of the church that Jesus is building? It is the church that Jesus is building that will become the university. Or that is the university to angels to learn wisdom. Are you part of that church? Are you part of that church? The light in Jesus' church is not the stage lights that you see in your auditorium. 
Jesus' light is different. When that light falls on you, manika do shakata. I will talk about it at 12 p.m. When that light falls on you, maliada katorobu shakata. It goes deep into every fiber of your being, and it doesn't matter whatever cancerous cell that is in you. It will burn it out. Malika toko shakata. Niliaba niliaba kado sheketa. This is the wisdom we are talking about. Niko shadaman ika prado sukata. Nilaga manu sukapavini ate zakata. Wisdom is the principle. We are a university to angels. But you know this, the demons and the evil spirits, they know. Because the, 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 the highest they could go was the knowledge of good and evil. But they see a glory greater than theirs. But because they cannot be partakers of that glory, they come in to entice you so that they can draw you back. They come in to entice you. They come in to, 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 to cause you to sin, to walk in evil and all that so that there will be holes in your vessel. And as God deposits his riches in you, they will just leak. They will just slip by. Never think you are having fun. No, don't be a lukewarm. There is a higher glory. Pay the price. It's not easy. You are going to lose a whole lot. Men will reject you. You are going to lose your relationship. At a point in time, you will even lose your job. You will even lose your children. That is why Jesus said, I have come to set a war against fathers and their children, daughters and their mothers, husbands and wives. Why? Because when it comes to the life of God, you need to become a warrior to the point that you are not going to allow anyone to come in between because it is a life of dedication it's a life of consecration it's a life of separation he says that anyone who is recruited who is enlisted to be among the soldiers he does not entangle himself with the affairs of this life Hey, Ades, what have you? What is there? Hmm. It is well. I mean, shut up. Wisdom. Let's read our last scripture in Colossians, Colossians chapter 1, the verse 26 and the 27. Colossians chapter 1, the verse 26, 27. Colossians chapter 1, the verse 26, 27. Colossians chapter 1, verse 26, 27. You give it to me in King James, then in the Passion Translation. King James, he says that even the mystery which had been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God will make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. From the Passion Translation, there is a divine mystery, a secret surprise that has been concealed from the world for generations, but now it is being revealed. Is that it is concealed from the world? See the troubles that is in the world. 
but there is a wisdom god is about to unleash and this wisdom will baffle the mind of the worldly people they will ask where are from these people where are they coming from just like the water that turned into wine today you are ordinary no one respects you they don't know you you see those barrels those vessels those pots what they use those pots for is simple it was that they pour water into them and when a visitor is entering into a house he will fetch water from that pot to wash the feet of the dust that was the purpose of that pot but jesus said this pot is meant to be cleaning the feet of dirty men they sideline it it was not something that they regarded but jesus said if i am able to pour out my spirit into this pot it will become something sweet to save the occasion that is why the bible says that was the first miracle that he did and that was the first time that he manifested his glory the love the first glory is what is coming upon us that christ in you the hope of glory maybe they don't regard you ah they don't regard you you are nothing in your father's house you don't worry yes you, you don't worry maybe you are that hairdresser maybe you are just a seamstress a tailor men don't regard you maybe you are just selling on tables don't worry men don't regard you you don't have a supermarket maybe you don't you are not selling at the mall maybe your shop is not at the mall don't worry maybe that small business don't worry maybe that small ministry don't worry maybe even now when you preach the people no one hears you don't worry don't worry just set yourself apart and allow god to concentrate his spirit in you allow god to pour out the living waters in you the living waters of wisdom allow god wait on him allow Allow God search for him in the scriptures. Pray, groan, supplicate. Pray, groan, supplicate. Search for God in the scriptures and pray the scriptures. A time is going to come in. As it has been said, what did he say? A secret surprise that has been concealed from the world from for generations, but now is being revealed. Is that it is being revealed? It's a process. It is being revealed. There are some people they are already revealed, but you are the next person to be revealed, to be showcased to the whole world. You are the next person. That is why he said we are his workmanship. We are his exhibits. We are his workmanship. We are his exhibits. Yes, we are his exhibits we are his exhibit he said that to be revealed unfolded and manifested for every holy believer to experience oh are you a holy believer what is holiness uncommonness are you a christian who has become common when we say you have become common what it means is that you are doing the things that the world is doing you are common when they sick they go to hospital as a christian when you also fall sick you go to hospital you are common when your rice is left with just one kg you begin to cry the same way the world will cry you are living a common life there is a wisdom that you can do that you can walk in that that 5 kg or that 1 kg can become 25 kg can become 50 kg can even feed nation there is a wisdom you say that it is going to be unveiled unfolded manifested for every holy believer to experience do you have this mindset of greatness of higher manifestations of the spirit 
Sometimes you see a man of God will perform a miracle and we attribute it to the devil. Sometimes, ah, we do a frame, juju. What is coming? Let me tell you the manifestations of the spirit that is coming. Elijah, Elisha died, and they were going to bury someone. They saw the armies of the Syrians coming, they dropped that, that the, the, the dead body, and it, it, it touched the, the ground where Elisha was buried. And the Bible said that the dead body leaped, life entered, even the bones of Elisha brought life to a dead body you don't know the kind of manifestations coming yeah that is where people will die for weeks and the, the, the their bodies have decomposed and you will stand there and you will cause the body to come out of the ground out of the grave i'm telling you what is coming to this world it is fire for fire it is power for power and if you are not ready for this you cannot survive the age coming that is why you need wisdom the economies of the world are going down they are crumbling so much that you need the wisdom of God to survive the age. You need the wisdom of God to survive the age. And he says that it's a mystery. Let me finish it. Living within you is the Christ who floods you with the expectation of glory. This mystery of Christ embedded within us becomes a heavenly treasure chest of hope filled with the riches of glory for his people. And God wants everyone to know it. To the intent that to the principalities and the powers and the angelic host, they will know the manifold wisdom of God. You are a university. You are a university. The same way UCC at the end of the day will give certificates. Some bachelor, some BSc, some MSc, some MPhil, some PhD. You are also supposed to graduate angels in the wisdom of God. You are to graduate angels in the wisdom of God. You are to educate angels concerning the wisdom of God. The apex of ministry is when angels begin to learn from you. Let me tell you something. When you become a man of revelations, angelic ministration and angelic traffic becomes common to you. Because you know mysteries. These are wisdoms that they, 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 are, they are learning. Let me show you. Let me show you one. Let me just whet your appetite. First Peter chapter 1 from the verse 10. First Peter chapter 1, the verse 10. Let me just whet your appetite. Let me show you something. If you don't believe what I'm saying, let me just show you something from the scriptures. The verse 9. Start from the verse 9, then to the verse 10 then we continue the verse 9 says that receiving the end of your faith even the salvation of your soul <laughs> don't forget he said that laying apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness james chapter 1 verse 21 and receive with meekness the engrafted word of god which is able to save your souls and he said that from the verse 9 of first peter chapter 1 he said that receiving the end of your faith even the salvation of your souls verse 10 of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you the grace of god that brings salvation has appeared unto all men teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldliness worldly last we will live soberly righteously godly the verse 11 let's continue searching what or what manner of time you see there is a time here this time Oh, Jesus, I was talking about time in the morning. 
is a searching of what manner of time the spirit of Christ which was in them this signify when it testifies beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow the verse 12 unto whom it was revealed that not unto themselves but unto us say unto me unto us unto us they did minister the things the things that isaiah was saying the things that elisha was saying the things that solomon was talking about the thing that david was saying the things that they prophesied moses and all these prophets were talking about he said that they were unto us not even unto them but unto us they did minister the things which are now reported unto you by them that have preached the gospel unto you with the holy ghost sent down from heaven which things listen which things the angels desire to look into angels desire to look into the salvation that the message i'm preaching to you angels are, are happy i am preaching them do you know why this is what they are eager to learn give it to me in the passion translation you understand why i support liverpool I never walk alone. <laughs> you you are supporting the red devils. That is why every day the devils are chasing you. I never walk alone. Can I have it in the Passion Translation? The verse 12. <laughs> verse 12. First Peter 1 12. The Passion Translation. And let's finish. You are, you are receiving a full package for 2023. When you become ordinary in 2023, it is your own doing. Let's listen, let's listen to the verse 12. That God revealed to the prophets that their ministry was not for their own benefit, but for yours, for our benefit. And now you have heard these things from the evangelist who preached the gospel to you through the power of the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. The gospel containing wonderful mysteries that even the angels long to get a glimpse of. Angels are longing to have a glimpse. Do you understand it? The kind of experience the Holy Spirit is bringing to the believers. Angels wish they will have a taste of it. Like the way when you, you, you go to the kitchen and your mother is preparing some delicious meal and the aroma alone, you go to mom and say, oh, can, can I taste a little? Angels are pleading to have a glimpse of it to have a taste of it the kind of experience that the holy spirit has brought to us angels are pleading to have a glimpse of it let me tell you grow in wisdom and you'll be shocked the negative things they will sweep them away angels will work and bring money to you because if they get to know that money is what is causing you not to manifest that wisdom in its fullness they will make sure that day in day out there is money in your pocket if they get to know that it is it is sickness that is causing you not to walk in that full dimension of the wisdom they will make sure day in day out you are walking in divine health if they get to know that it is marriage they will make sure that they will give you that woman that man who will give you peace so that day in day out you will be able to walk in that dimension of wisdom that is why you need to grow that is why you need to have a, prog a spiritual progression in your life this is the reason why you need to ascend this is the reason why you need to walk in the light that christ has brought unto us why the angels are sent to minister unto those who are to be heads of salvation but if you yourself if your angels are not learning anything from you they will not like to come to you what happens is that you go to church they know that your man of God is full of revelations. So when there are things worrying you, 
they get closer to your man of God and reveal things about you to your prophets. Because you yourself, you have not matured, you have not grown, you are not working in that wisdom. So they have to reveal things that you don't know to the prophets, to your man of God to tell you. But if you grow in that wisdom, you wake up and you know that this morning I'm not supposed to step out. You wake up in the morning, you know that as for this investment, I need to take advantage of it. You wake up in the morning, you get to know that this guy I am dating, I have to break up with her or break up with him. You will know it. You wake up and you will know that this is my child. Just like the, 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 the parent of Moses, they saw that he was a proper child. So they hid him and they were not afraid of the wrath of the king. You wake up in the morning and say, no, this is my baby. This is my child. There is something about him. Whatever price that I have to pay to take him through medical school, I will do it. This my girl, this my little girl, there is something about him. Whatever thing that I have to do to make sure he becomes it, it's a wisdom. It's a wisdom. One day you wake up and know, this man of God, the words that he is saying, if I sponsor him with my finances, with my money, men, many people will come to the glory of this knowledge. Let me sponsor his ministry. Let me help him. Let me sponsor his works. This is it. If you are to know the kind of wisdom God has deposited in us, you will begin to do all these things. You don't know, you don't understand the wisdom. That is why even the little you cannot give to support the work of God. Your angel is even aware and he cannot even work to bring more to you. So the little that you have, that is all that you have. But he will work things out. Even search for Cyrus, people who have a good heart, but they are not serious with Christianity empower them and endow them with riches and money so that these people who are not christians who don't even take god serious will come in just like cyrus to support ministries while we have church people in the church church members having money yet they will not support the activities of the church although they knew whatever thing that is going on there is life and it is glory yet they will not support it you see how foolish you have become it is the demons they know there is a greater glory in you they know they cannot partake of it. And since they cannot partake of it, they will not also let you enter into it. There are some people like that. It is demonic. You work with some people, they tell that, if I will not get this lady, you also not get her. If I will not get this job, you also not get this job. If I will not pass these exams, you also not pass these exams. We are working with these kinds of people. I'm telling you, they are influenced by demons. Because they know. They know. Consider yourself to be a proper child and align yourself to the works of wisdom and give yourself time and you see the demonstration and the power of God working in you. Maybe you didn't know these things. 2023 is the mercy God is giving to you. The mercies of God is a second chance. It's about unleashing. And in this season, 2023, one of the greatest things that God is going to unleash onto his church is mercy. It's mercy. This is the message God has released onto you in this season. To take care of all your mistakes. He says that in the days of ignorance, God winked at it. But now, he commands all people. God has winked over your ignorance. But today, knowledge has come. Light has come. Walk in this light and you begin to see light. Walk in this light 
and you become a determiner of days. Your 2023, 2024, 2025, 2026, 2027 is going to be greater years of glories. Forget about rapture. I am not saying rapture will not come. But don't think that rapture is going to come. He's coming for a glorious church. He's not only coming for a church, a glorious church. Are you that glorious church? Are you part of that church? If you are not, then please start working things out to become glorious. But the way to come into this glory is wisdom. The way to come into this glory is wisdom. The wisdom which was ordained unto our glory. The glorious church is the church that walked in wisdom. The wise virgins and the foolish virgins. You are receiving extra oil. An oil that someone who is not on this platform is not receiving. Your life must become better than any other person who is not listening to us now. Your life must become better than that your sister who you are in the same church with yet not receiving this wisdom. Your life must become better than her to prove that indeed God is working within us. I leave you this day. God bless you so much. We are coming back at 12. We are not going to have our 3 p.m. prayers because you need to prepare. Some of us, we need to prepare for church in the evening for the 31st night crossover. So we are not meeting at 3 p.m. But take time after 12. We are meeting at 12 p.m. Noonday, we are going to talk about lights. Clap for me, my yard, I said to them, I'm going to talk about time. I'll talk about wisdom and I'll talk about light. In the afternoon, we are going to talk about light and we close it because you need light for the day, for the years. Because he said, and God created two great lights to determine the days and the night. And they are for what? They are for seasons. They are for days. They are for years. So you see, the new year, you need a greater light to rule. God bless you so much. And God bless all those who are sending me seeds and offering. God bless you so much. I cannot mention your names here. Some of you, you don't like that. But God bless you. If you have sent me anything, God bless you. I have received them. And God bless you. And we are going to use it to advance the work that we are doing. We are using it to buy data. We are using it so many things, so many forms to help other people. We send data to even people. Some people are connected and we have to buy them data to connect. They cannot afford it, but we know that we are sharing wisdom that a year or some time to come, they will be able, they will become financiers of whatever thing that we are sharing or whatever thing that we are doing. So we also need to assist and support them. We buy data for people to join. It's very important. And God bless you for sponsoring and helping that work that we do. God bless you so much. Namin Shrao, Yebeshia, 12 p.m., some few hours, as in two hours, 30 minutes time, we are meeting for the word of light. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So it's one hour, 30 minutes, not two hours, 30 minutes. Sorry. <laughs> I thought it's 9 30. Sorry. So in the next one hour, 30 minutes, rest and go over whatever thing that we have shared. I'm going to share it on the podcast. Please, if maybe this is the first time that you're joining us, we have a podcast. We have a podcast. We have a podcast, Rema City Podcast. When you open your Podbean, you can search for Rema City Podcast. We have a podcast. Or if you are following me, 
once you go to my profile it will lead you to to the place to the podcast or maybe you saw the link on someone's status kindly send a message to that person that you will need the message that the man of god was preaching you will need that message i'm going to share it and the person will also forward to you the link for all the messages that we have shared in these three days retreats so that you can have access to them and glean and brood and listen to them and you become a blessing unto many nyamin shrao na onyo kesi yebishia 12 bye bye Hello.